Welcome back, y'all. You're listening to Authentic Online Marketing, and I'm your host, Ruthie Gray. Writers want to be authentic. They don't want to dance to reels. They're deep thinkers and often overthinkers. I say they, I mean we. We don't want to promote ourselves all the time, but we know we must some of the time. So how can we go about social media in an authentic way that feels comfortable to us? That's our topic today. But before I get to that, you should know that for the month of March, we are focusing on you, the author and writer, to help you understand how to take advantage of not only Instagram, but we're providing tips for email marketing, book promo, writing, and more. Join my special guests and I as we bring you the best of the best on how to get your book written and build a platform of raving fans who are ready to read it. Marketing is often a little bit uncomfortable. That's just how it is. But people aren't going to connect with a fake you. So how can you, as a writer, generate an infrastructure for an online platform that doesn't take away huge chunks of time from your writing? Recently, I was on the Daily Writer podcast with Kent Sanders, and what you're about to hear today is just a short snippet of that conversation. We're discussing why writers should be on social media, how the introverted writer can adjust her perspective of social from one of drudgery to actual enjoyment, how to use Instagram to promote your book, behind-the-scenes ideas, and how to build systems so you can still hunker down in your writing shed and channel your inner Jane Austen. I know you'll enjoy this short conversation with Kent, which this is not the same conversation we had a couple weeks ago in episode 69 called 10 Ways Writers Can Make Money. That's when Kent guested on my show. But this is just a short snippet of my guest interview on Kent's show. Why Instagram? how to make it less painful, maybe even learn to enjoy it, how to not get it to take up all your time away from your cherished writing practice, which you need. Listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Social media is not only the place to make the public aware of your writing, but it's also the place to network. It's like a big networking event. That is how you forge important relationships that are integral to your book launch and getting the word out about your writing. In some respects, does it go back to the question of whether or not we want to put time and emotional energy into relationships? That, that's really the fundamental question of social media, isn't it? It is. Social media is social. So yeah, you can be on Google and do your SEO work. That's important. 
But I do think that social media helps you build your authority better Mm -hmm. because as other people give you shout outs, as they come to know you as a person, then you earn their trust and they become for lack of a better term, super fans. They tag you and share your work on Instagram and others see that and start following you, reading your blog or listening to your podcast. It's just like a never ending circle of networking. That's really that's really good. And it's such an important reminder because a lot of us are introverts and we would prefer just to kind of stay in front of our computers and not have to engage with the world and just mm-hmm. get in our own little bubble and not have to spend that time or emotional energy interacting with other people. So for writers who who are introverted and who perceive all of this as kind of a pain in the behind, is there a certain attitude adjustment that you would recommend or something that we can shift in ourselves that would make us have more fun with this and value this more. I get that because I, there was a time when I was just like, I just want to write. I just want to get my work out there. And yet I realized that if I didn't actually interact with other people, they could care less about Hmm. my content. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's a great point. So how to make it fun. You have to sort of determine that yourself. You have to First, be committed to carve out a time niche to build your community. Right. And is that a perception that that many of us have sometimes is that this is going to take up my whole day. I'm going to spend hours and hours on social media, wasting away my time. It doesn't really have to take that much time, does it? It doesn't have to take that much time, especially when you put systems in place and boundaries for yourself, because it, it ultimately comes back on you. How much time do you have and how much time are you willing to spend? And then you just cut it off. (laughs) Don't let it overtake your life. I mean, it can give you a rush once you get on social and start gaining followers and you see the comments and you see your numbers rising and you want to build more numbers. That can be a rush, but that can also be a time suck. And I am not one to tell you get on social every single day. And post every single day. You will never hear that from me ever, unless you're in a launch. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> could be really important. I do not let social run my life because there is the important work of content creation to focus on. What are some of the best ways that writers can use Instagram to promote their books or or engage people in the book writing process? So we have some behind the scenes things, but can you give us some examples of specific types of things that we can share? Because I'm I'm motivated to do a better job with this, but most of the time I just don't really know what to share. Well, for instance, what is your system for writing? Do you write every morning? Do you have a daily writing practice? So set up a ring light with your camera and put it on fast motion or fast speed, you know, and just a little clip of you doing that or a picture of it. So you're doing that, but you're also doing all these other things like meeting with agents or even being on podcasts, because I know that's a big deal for writers. They need to be on podcasts. You want to take a picture of yourself. I'm getting ready to go on Kent Sanders podcast. Hmm, That's good. (laughs) You know, Uh, if you're going to the printers, if it's the day to go to the printers, 
or if you get that manuscript in the mail and you sift through those papers and you just like do a little run through of the papers, all of that stuff is probably um, integral to the writing process, but something that maybe you don't think about. All of those things are what you want to take the follower on the journey of. This is really, really good stuff. And you've given me like 10 really good ideas. I had never thought about this stuff. Yeah, that's the thing about sharing. That's how you develop trust is by doing the things that are so close to you, almost like breathing. You're like, why would anybody not know this? Or why would they want to know about it? They want to know about it. They need to know that behind the scenes. People are nosy on Instagram and that's what social is all about is sharing your life and developing those relationships. What do you think about the idea? I've heard people talk about this before. What what do you think about the idea of having some kind of content posting schedule? For example, on Mondays, I post about this particular thing. On Tuesdays, I post about this thing. Like you basically have... I guess, three to five topics that you just kind of rotate on a weekly basis or a regular basis. Is that a strategy that you recommend? Absolutely, I do, because it's kind of like your scripture reading. If you don't have something laid out that you're going to do, then you're probably some days going to do it or not do it. Um, Or some days you're just like, what should I read Ephesians today? Or should I go back to Job since it's getting so depressing? You know, so I like to have a scripture reading plan for whatever, whether it's Advent or whether it's the whole year through the Bible or whatever. Those kind of systems are what keeps you consistent and consistency is what brings your audience. And so, yes, here's what I do, for instance, for my posting schedule. I post three to four times a week, no more than that, almost never. Monday is always about the podcast. It's going to be quotes from the podcast. It's going to be a carousel form. Wednesday or Friday is going to be a reel of me either with a trending sound or me just talking about that podcast, but it's not, not go listen It's more a nugget of information from that podcast. And then I cite the podcast in the caption. Okay. And then Friday, it could be a quote, like an inspirational quote. A lot of my audience, they're writers. So I love to post writing quotes, quotes about writing and just, you know, things of that nature. Or... Uh, A lot of them are also entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurial mindset, that kind of thing. My pillars on Instagram are Instagram, email marketing, and marketing mindset, because the mindset is what drives you to do all the other things that you should be doing. That's really good. It's not possible to overshare your core message and say things over and over again that okay. you believe in, like with your pillars and things of that nature. Okay. That's a really good thought. Okay. It's not possible to overshare your core message. It isn't because, and this is something, it's just like the email. People don't, they, they overthink. Well, I just said that in a reel. Say it again in a post. Say it again in a carousel. Say it again in your stories. Say mm. it a different way. But keep saying it. Writers think they have to come up with new content all the time and new captions. Yes. And that's what makes it so hard for them to do it. I draw from my podcast. I literally 
on Monday with those quote images, I go grab copy from my podcast. I pop it in there when I'm scheduling towards Monday. I pop it in there and then I just take out some sentences, put a hook in there and a call to action and I'm good to go. And that's what I do for my other things too. Like what am I going to share from the podcast? Don't make it hard. Just share it. That's See, that's a really good piece of advice because I think a lot of us as writers feel like we have to constantly be churning out a lot of new stuff or these new ideas or whatever. But if you look at the most successful writers, I'm talking about like top tier writers. Let's say Stephen King. Stephen King really only writes kind of one, mainly one or two types of books. He writes horror books. Sometimes there's some sci-fi in there. If you look at somebody like John Maxwell, John Maxwell only ever talks about leadership, communication, or personal development, almost exclusively. He's done that for a decade, but he just keeps cranking out books. But he only talks about those issues, but every book is like a different exploration of the same topic Mm -hmm. that he's talked about a million times before. Mm -hmm. So it kind of takes the pressure off of us, doesn't it? Where we don't have to come up with something new all the time. It really does. That is the, the biggest drawback for writers is they think they have to create all this new content, which you don't need to do that. You just need to repurpose. That's something that I teach my people in my communities all the time is Hmm. repurpose your content. Once you write a stellar email, use that thing again in the next six months to a year. Ooh, that's good. Don't have work smart, not hard. Go back to a post that received a lot of attention and reshare it again with a different image or create it in the form of a reel. Share it in your stories. Take the caption that you wrote everything you wrote and just repurpose. That's really good. I do that on here on the podcast actually all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I reuse content constantly because you have new people come in and listen to it. That's it. Especially if you change it up a little bit. Nobody, I don't even know what I had on my show last week. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, because it's a daily show. When you're cranking us up every day, you just don't remember it. So my listeners exactly. don't remember it probably. Exactly. And that's the thing. We are so close to our content that we're like, oh, I can't send that email again. They just they just got that in the last six months. How many emails do you get in your inbox every week? <laughs> I mean, no one's going to remember. They're yeah. just not. It's important yeah. to repurpose and reuse what we've got because you're always getting a new new eyeballs in there. Plus everybody, not everybody is seeing every single piece of content that you are putting out. And how many times have you, you know, if, let's say if you're a fan of Seinfeld, the TV show, How many times have you seen each of those episodes or friends (laughs) or your favorite movie or your favorite song or whatever? We Exactly. You get something that you like and you just keep coming back to those same things over and over. That's why I like stories so much because I tell a lot of my same content, but just in a different way. Okay, here we are at the beach again, or here's my uh, ornament wreath that's on my door here in front of my palm tree, you know, stuff like that. But they're like, they just keep coming back and watching it. And, and so that's what you want. You want to just cultivate that community. It's almost like like thinking of yourself uh, kind of like the Hallmark Channel, where really they have one type of thing that they do. They're known for one thing, but mm-hmm. they keep every movie is like a variation on the same set of core themes, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, true of any brand, isn't it, really? Is you have a set of core themes and everything is like a, a takeoff on that somehow. It is. You just want to keep track of your your thoughts on things that are staying within your wheelhouse. 
What works well for writers to bring in an ideal audience of readers is to not be afraid to share yourself, your personality, a little bit of your life, be transparent in certain areas. You get to choose what, get on video, share behind the scenes, your writing processes amidst dog walking, caregiving, taking care of grandkids. How did you get inspo for writing? Take a story of your walking track or your lane or your neighborhood. Stories of struggles between doctor appointments and babysitting grandkids and how you fit in writing. You don't have to share your dirty laundry. Just share parts of your life. Don't forget to network. Repurpose your content. Develop a posting schedule and set a timer so you don't get sucked down the Instagram hall. Cultivate boundaries and promote your book. Do you need more concrete ideas for how to do this? Then listen to the full episode with Kent Sanders on the Daily Writer Podcast. It's called Instagram Strategies for Authors, and the link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. We so appreciate our listeners, like so much. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a writer friend or even your writer group so they can take advantage of the tips for writers and authors going on all month long. One easy way to do this is to screenshot the show on the app that you're on and share it in your Instagram stories or on Facebook and tag me at Authentic Online Marketing Pod. And we will send over virtual dark chocolate ASAP. Stay tuned for next week's episode, How to Write Lean and Ripped with Daylene Bickle. Until then, be sure to share your message, your way, in your own authentic voice.